Project 613, day 328. Today we learn about the punishment that happens to a specific type of group of false witnesses. So, let's say two witnesses come to the court and say that Reuven borrowed $100 from Shimon on Sunday in Jerusalem. Afterwards, two other witnesses come and say, that's impossible, because on Sunday, Reuven was with us in Tel Aviv far away from Jerusalem, and he was there the entire day. When the court hears the second set of witnesses, when the court hears this testimony, that contradicts the first testimony, and the first testimony is disqualified. That's it. They are not going to accept the first witnesses, and there is no specific punishment that's meted out to the first witnesses for saying false testimony. However, they're just not, they are not going to be trusted in the future. Now, let's say Two witnesses come and say that Reuven borrowed $100 from Shimon in Jerusalem on Sunday. And then two other witnesses come and say, how is it possible for you to have witnessed this transaction or this loan if on Sunday the witnesses were together with us in Tel Aviv? They were not in Jerusalem. So the second set of witnesses is not making the claim that Reuven did not borrow $100 from Shimon on Sunday in Jerusalem. All they're saying is that the original set of witnesses that made this claim, that testified to this claim, they could not have witnessed that loan because these witnesses were with us far away in Tel Aviv. Now this case is known as the case of the Edim Zemin, the, the witnesses that had been proven to not have witnessed that specific uh, loan, transaction, or sin, or crime, etc. In this case, the Torah says that the witnesses are punished with the exact same punishment that they wanted to happen to the defendant. So, in our case, the two witnesses made the claim that Reuven borrowed $100 from Shimon on Sunday in Jerusalem, and therefore Reuven has to pay $100 to Shimon. So these original witnesses wanted Reuven to lose 100 bucks. Now, the punishment to these witnesses is that they collectively are going to lose $100. Each one is going to have to pay $50 to Reuven. This same mitzvah applies to cases that are much worse than just financial penalties. So, for example, let's say two witnesses come to the court and they make a claim that on Sunday they witnessed uh, Reuven doing a specific sin in Jerusalem, and that sin is punishable by lashes. And then two other witnesses come and say, it's impossible that you witnessed that sin because you were with us in Tel Aviv that day. These two witnesses, since they wanted Reuven to be lashed, to be whipped, these two witnesses are whipped. And the same is true with regard to capital punishment. If the witnesses made a claim that they, that they witnessed a crime, uh, that, that they witnessed a murder, for example, and it, it becomes very clear from the second set of witnesses that the first set of witnesses did not witness the murder because they were with them somewhere else and it was impossible for them to have seen it. So then the original set of witnesses is going to be punished with the capital punishment that comes with murder. And the same applies to all other types of claims. Um, the reason why we trust the second set of witnesses over the first, that is a decree from God. What's called Izera Sakosov, a decree from the Torah. The Torah says if a second set of kosher witnesses makes the claim against the first set, the second set is believed. Thank you all for watching. More tomorrow.